Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 71. Today, we will be talking about The Walking Dead, season 10, episode 7, Open Your Eyes. We will also discuss the documentary for Sama and the movie Escape Room. All right. Before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? Doing great over here. I'm so happy to be here. Finally out of my house back into the studio yeah feels good yeah feels good. how are you good yeah. great you know i didn't mention to you about improv did yeah. i tell you that we did a musical improv no it um was... the last one it was the uh, halloween grease you yeah up, you, you dressed uh-huh. up for, yeah was, was that around the same time or? no it was probably the one after that we did a musical um one and it was a lot of fun i was totally terrified because you know you have to sing um but what's so amazing i guess is that you're so concentrated on what you're gonna say because i mean it's improv you just go up there and have to wing it so you're not worried what your voice sounds like basically because you're so worried about what you're going to say Mm -hmm. what rap you're going to make up or what song you're going to sing Mm -hmm. so you start worrying about what am i going to say what am i going to say what do you say that the it you just sing it, you know? Yeah. And what's funny is if you don't sing too well, it sounds even better because it's so darn funny. Oh. So it was a really great workshop. And then we had a show and we did do uh, uh, inner song a log and it was fun. Oh, it was cool. Fun. Yeah. So I had a good time. Oh, was my friend there? Chen Mai? She wasn't. Aww. I missed her. She's still traveling. Yeah, I think she's back now. Oh, okay. But yeah, she's, um, I know, she texted, or, you know, she sent a message saying, I won't be making it. I'm like, no, I wanted to see you. Uh, so, shout out. Yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we should, we have uh, one more show. And so um, it'll be this next Sunday. So, oh, yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Cool. So, um, you know, I was thinking. Yeah. What would be your skill in an apocalypse. My skill would be hairdressing, of course. Everybody needs a hairdresser. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm not sure if we talked about this before or not. We might have. I don't know. But we're, don't we're, know. we're addressing it again. Yeah. Regardless, I will yeah. be a hairdresser for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll be coloring your hair. You want purple highlights? I'll use some blueberries. <laughs> we got some raspberries. You want the red. Okay. Yes. I will definitely... Continue my hairdressing. That's and, true. You know, of course, I'll do other things as well. Yeah, of course. My inspiration yeah. is in another show, a spinoff, the Fear the Walking Dead. And uh-huh. Look at Al. She does everything. I know. She is she a mechanic. Does. She is a journalist. She is skilled in everything. And I would mm-hmm. love to be like that. Exactly. What about you? What would you do in the apocalypse? Oh, probably go in a corner and die. Yeah. She would just, <laughs> she would be... Well, I was looking at the, um, like, skills you need in Apocalypse. I don't have any of them. So I'm like, oh, if you're hunting and f- hunting and fishing. Okay, I don't do that very well. Oh, if you, you know, have a green thumb garden. No, I don't do that well either. Um, oh, if, you know, al- you know, agriculture. No, that's not me either. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yes, I can cook. And I do like to cook, but still, I guess I could go out hunting for berries and other things and cook. But I started thinking, you know what? I could see me on a on, on the console. You know what I mean? Like oh, okay. I like, you know, figuring out what to do. So I think I would be on the 
organizing committee of some sort of what's mm. going to happen with the um, community. Wow. So I would like that part of it. All right. Also, I can see me mending. I could be a little bit of a nurse. So I could, I don't know anything, mm-hmm. but I would want to help in that area. Oh, my goodness. So that would be awesome. I would love for you to be hospitality, <laughs> uh, making a, you know, uh, safety committee or something like yeah. that. That would be great. Yeah. We would always need that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh. So, friends out there listening, let us know what you think. What would you do in the apocalypse? What would be your favorite or best skill? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or at our Screens in Focus Facebook page. You can also follow us on our Instagram and subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. Diana. Yes, Brad. What were your overall thoughts on this episode? Oh my gosh, I thought of you the oh, whole time. Gosh, this episode was so unexpected. I know. I was thoroughly heartbroken and surprised by it. Mm-hmm. I am so connected to the show and these characters. And Sadiq's story had me totally captivated. You know, we see Carol making some bold and reckless choices. And Lydia and Gamma feel betrayed. So, you know what? It was a super good and shocking episode for sure. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? Well, I kept seeing Sadiq throughout the episode having all these prophetic visions and he was having those flashbacks of the night that he witnessed Alpha beheading many of his friends that he loved. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that Alpha was sending Sadiq messages of what is happening at Hilltop. Was it Hilltop? Sorry, Alexandria. Yeah. (laughs) Because there was so much going on with... um, everyone being sick and I just kept seeing Alpha and and Sadiq seeing her and so I thought that she was sending him the message of what is going on and in the end we did see what Alpha has done to infect the community but he never got the chance to inform the rest of the group Mm -hmm. and I was extremely bothered by that yeah talk to me about Sadiq and he's like Aww, one of your favorite I know. Characters. That's what makes me so sad. Yeah. I mean, he has gone through so much this season. He's had to live with being forced to watch his friends die a horrible death. And he struggles with the fact that he feels like he didn't do enough to try and save them, which is tearing him apart. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the people in Alexandria are sick and getting worse and he's feeling helpless. Yeah. So, you know, he's having these blackouts and he's questioning his actions and he's made to think he had a hand in killing the Whisperer hostage and Cheryl. So he's feeling this heavy weight on his shoulders. So he throws himself into the pond where Rosita has to dive in to save him. And, you know, she asks him, what's been eating you for the last few weeks? And, you know, he talks about, you know, the things he remembers and pieces and You know, he breaks down remembering Enid and feeling like he didn't help. And she tells him it isn't your fault and Mm -hmm. that he needs to fight because he's not alone. Yeah. And he comes to realize that the water is the common denominator in all their illnesses. So Uh he figures out it's the water that is making everyone sick. Right. And again, he thinks he's the one to blame. So in that evening... 
he's feeling the weight of the day on him. And he's out, you know, upstairs looking out the window. And Dante comes to visit him. And what came next shocked the holy heck out of me. Mm. As they talk, Dante makes a noise with his mouth that triggers a flashback in Sadiq. And it all comes flying back. It was Dante that held him and forced his eyes open to watch. Sadiq turns to Dante and Dante realizes Sadiq knows and he chokes Sadiq. It's so heartbreaking. I I can say I'm glad that Sadiq figured out the truth before he died and that he did not have a choice. You know, he he was forced to see his friends die and and he had no power over that. Mm-hmm. And I hate that Dante tricked Sadiq and caused him so much pain. And that in the end, he tells him to close his eyes. Oh, my God. That was totally killing me. Well, yeah, because the last time that he realized that who this person was, he was telling him to open his eyes. Yes. Now he's saying, close your eyes. But then he also was like, I didn't want this to happen. I know. He was telling Sadiq that. As he's he's choking him. him. Which broke my heart because I, I, part of me is starting to feel that it was a genuine... Um, relationship, like connection that Dante, I don't know. I don't know the friendship. I'm not sure. I'm just so thrown off by what happened that I don't know if he actually really did like Sadiq after all of that. I'm not sure. But yes, that scene was very intense and it was very chilling. And I hope that, and I was hoping that Sadiq was going to pull together and defeat Dante, but that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I knew Dante was a bit off and we couldn't figure it out. You know, we had yeah, talked about it before. Exactly. But I personally did end up liking Dante. Um, and I just thought he was a little quirky and he made right. me laugh. Um, and I thought that Sadiq and he made a friendship connection. But when Dante came back to check on him, um, my family, we thought that maybe Dante was gay and that he was in love with Sadiq. Yeah. No, I got that feeling yeah. a little bit, too, because like, oh, of that first happening. time when he talks about his lips a couple. Yeah. I thought I thought that, too. So, yeah, yeah you weren't far oh, off okay. on that. Yeah. Um, we were wrong yeah. and extremely disappointed. Like, I would have rather him thought that or I read I would have rather Dante been gay yes. than to kill Sadiq. I'm really bummed. I'm so disappointed. And actually, I was really pissed off. Me, too. Really pissed off. Me, too. Yeah, that's just not cool. I did not like that Sadiq had to die right now. That's I'm not happy. I was so shocked, and I was so unhappy. I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dante is a psychopath. I actually looked it up, you know, and I was looking up the what, you know, what qualifies, and I'm like, okay, this totally fits him. He's totally a psychopath. Yeah. Um, because he did actually like Sadiq, but that didn't matter because he was there to support Alpha. And that's crazy to me that he has, you know, no feelings. And it hurt me. It hurt me that he killed him. It really did. It's really hard because they're playing these multiple personalities, you know? Yeah. And like, how do you go from being a wildling to civilized? Yeah. And a doctor. Mm-hmm. Weird. I will say that I thought it was excellent writing because they had thrown me for a loop i'm like oh my god you really got me and it 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 did make me appreciate how they wrote it how they directed it and how they acted it i just thought it was really good yeah it was and then we see carol she invites lydia 
to her home, and Carol tries to earn Lydia's trust. Um, but Carol offers Lydia meds to treat her bruises from being jumped, and Carol needs information on the captured whisperer. Lydia is offering up information that she knows about the whisperers, and she says that the captive whisperer is loyal to Alpha, and he will not betray her. That whisperer was creepy. Ooh, he was yeah. a good actor, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, the way he talked... And he fit the part perfectly. I mean, this really is a cult. Mm -hmm. And Alpha has them so mesmerized with her ways. Yeah. Lydia tells Carol that by showing the whisper, you know, what Alexandria has will spread the word to the other whispers. And Alpha will not be able to control the whispers, you know, wanting to change and having opportunity to have a different life. Mm -hmm. So then Carol brings the i guess he's called the keeper whisperer she brings him food to his cell and he looks at it like he has never seen food that I looks know. so good mm-hmm. and you know it's just bread and like fruit and mm-hmm. jam right and so he takes everything that she offered she makes him the jam toast yeah looked good <laughs> yeah and he just like sh- like one bite just like he's sunk in like it was just Savoring so soft. Yeah. yeah. And then he just shoves it all in his mouth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then he just spits it out yeah, on I Carol. I know. So gross. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so gross. I heard that Michael Cutlet, Cutlets did that. Like he directed this episode. Oh, so oh this I, one? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I read that he chewed it up and spit it out at Carol. Like he was <laughs> the one who did it. That's what I read. <laughs> or they said on, on, you know, that was funny, right? Oh, my gosh. I was yeah. hoping because I was like, yeah. I watched that scene again because I wanted to uh-huh. see if they were going to show him spit it and then go onto her face. Yeah. But it was like kind of cut. And so I'm like, well, hopefully they just threw it at her. Right. Strategically. Yeah. Well, maybe he threw it at her then. I don't know. Yeah. I would be like, but still, it was oh, him that man, did it. you're going to you spit know? in my face. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. He must have thrown it at her. You're right. But it was Michael Cudlitz that did that. So. That's funny. Pretty gnarly. Um, so then Carol wants to know where the horde is. And mm-hmm. she, in, in this keeper whisperer, he won't give up the location. He's just not going to do it. No. So he ends up pissing off Carol. And she then starts beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, what he did was he told Carol that if he found her in the wild, <gasps> that he would take her like a bitch in heat. I know. Ooh. Daryl was like, mm, 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 <laughs> just standing behind. Yeah. yeah. And once Carol finds out that the whisperers think that Alpha killed Lydia, Carol wants to see if she could use Lydia as bait to prove that Alpha is a liar mm-hmm. to her people. Yeah. So wasn't that interesting how Carol puts on her ring? Yeah. You know what I mean? And she starts punching him. But I thought she should have had bigger rings. I'm like, oh, come on, Carol. Where are those knuckles at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what she needed. And then when Daryl threatens the whisperer with cutting off his fingers and everything else, I wondered if he would really go through it. Do yeah. Do you think he would have? It looked serious. Yeah. yeah. I think he would have had to, but they didn't have to get to that because Gosh. that's when Carol gets that, uh, you know, notion. Oh, Right. You think that Lydia is exactly. dead, that Alpha killed Lydia. I was so. almost like, ooh, are they going to go mo- medieval on them right now? I know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, that That's like uh, one of my worst fears is like 
that torture chamber, you know, and like I've heard stories uh-huh. where they rip off yeah, your fingernails yeah. and all yes. that. I'm like, I was oh, worried about that too. I'm like, <laughs> I give up. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So I thought that it was big of Daryl to be protective of Lydia and not wanting Carol to use her for the advantage of the informant. Mm -hmm. Well, they were unable to do it after all because the man, the whisperer keeper, he ended up dying from hemlock poisoning, which is, you know, was to me at the time was confusing, but it made sense because... Sadiq was going off the deep end a little bit, so we kind of believed it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When Lydia realizes that Carol used her uh, to get to Alpha, Lydia strikes Carol with her staff, and Lydia takes off past the border, and we don't know where she went. Carol lost Lydia, and I immediately thought of Daryl. He is going to be so mad that his daughter is gone. I was thinking that how Michonne said, you know, we can't let her get out of our hands that's true oh man carol i know and then aaron didn't let her go after her so i don't know that yeah because they could be he said yeah they're 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 watching oh god yep and so gamma Mm -hmm. uh is talks with aaron to get information at first i'm like why are they talking together but i realized that she's trying to get information from him and i'm sure he's trying to do the same right yeah so, and then she finds out he has a child, and she notices that he has bread every day, and I'm sure she's wondering what life is like where they live, Uh-huh. right? And she appears to be tempted by the possibility of having a life, you know, different than that of Whisperer. Right. Oh, I don't know if you noticed um, Gamma, when she chants, we walk in darkness, we are free, we bathe in blood, we are free, when um, she takes off from Aaron. I heard her saying, I heard her chanting, and I knew it was something, but I didn't know the exact words. The Keeper Whisperer also was chanting oh, the that same when one. he was eating yeah. the food oh. after he spit it in her face oh, or something around yeah. that time. That's so what's their chant. Yeah, so their it's cult super chant. cultish, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, so then when Gamma goes back home and she comes across a guardian and she has to kill it, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting that she actually went there because they have that um, like power to walk with the the walkers. Right. Uh-huh, so right, yeah, she ended up because I think because she was like um, maybe hyperventilating or distressed or something that Walker just didn't feel that she fit in as another walker so she had to do what she oh, had to do yeah you're right she killed i it. didn't think about that that's that's good. yeah because i've okay, never yeah. really seen them kill guardians other right. than yes. when they use it to dump yes into the, yes to them. yes so kills me how they call them guardians yeah yeah i know <laughs> it's true for them yeah right that's a yeah. good one yeah um so then when alpha sees uh that she killed it she alpha's super displeased and she is so manipulative to the point that she brings up her baby niece hmm. and uses her sister's death as ammunition to making Gamma believe that her sister's death will bring her down. Mm-hmm. You know, and to picture the baby, right? Like, just, that's so ruthless. And then she you know, uses that reverse psychology and twists her mind to maintain her leadership and loyalty. Like, I just, we just watched her do it. I know, I know. And, you know, we see it when Alpha whips Gamma on her arm 
As she tells her, you're always being tested. Remain strong. I believe in you. Never doubt that. Aaron tempts you with his lies. Do not be seduced. Yeah. And that's what Lydia said. She said she twists yeah. things. Yeah. And that's exactly what we saw her do. It's kind of amazing that Lydia has a mind of her own. You know? Yeah. It really is. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true, because nobody else seems to. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You know, I just kept thinking, yuck, at Alpha. You know, she is such a manipulator. She's evil. And she will do and say anything that will keep her people loyal to her and her beliefs. How is it that she got all her whispers anyways? I'm just so curious as to, like, you know, if they were just come across each other like how did she recruit these people? right yeah um i would love to see how she would bring in a new member mm -hmm. so far we're yeah, watching negan go through the process but he is a different entity being that he was from a rival group so he also knows lydia pretty well and he knows that she's alive mm -hmm. and so um toward the end uh gamma um, after all this happens between her and Alpha, she brings back the drawing that Aaron gave her. The drawing was um, Aaron's, you know, child had drawn it for him. Yeah. And um, she kind of throws it. And as he goes to grab it, she grabs Aaron and puts mm -hmm. a knife to his throat. Yeah. But Carol happens to be there and comes out to help. And then Lydia follows her. And Gamma sees that Lydia is alive. And Gamma freaks out and runs off, realizing that Alpha lied. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, we see Gamma sitting in the woods crying. I, yeah. So I just love all this, you know, oh, all this stuff is happening. I know. Like, L I Lydia's just wonder, is she yeah. going to go to the Whispers or is she going to go back in the direction of Alexandria? Whoever finds her. You know, same thing with Lydia. It's like they're both kind of out there. So who's going to find them and who's going to... Maybe Gamma and Lydia will find each other. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I so much Lydia. can happen. Yeah, I love Lydia. Okay, my friend. What other things did you notice in this episode, Diana? I noticed that there was only one zombie kill. Yep. That's all that we saw. Yeah. So that was interesting. I know. And... You know, I thought Rosita might die, um, and now I'm hoping she won't, because Coco needs a parent, which is really sad. I'm still sad. Um, and um, I loved the tender moment between Rosita and Sadiq, um, and that he tells her, we have a t kid together, Mama. Aww. I know. And he said he wants to be, you know, a good dad. Oh, I just think, oh, my God, it makes me sad. Makes me sad. Yeah, it's so messed up. I was like, what the heck? Why yeah. they do that? Ugh. And I liked that Rosita was worried about how Eugene would feel about her not calling him. You know, she tells, uh, I think she's telling Sadiq, right, that she doesn't want him to think that she dissed him. Mm -hmm. So I, I really like the friendship that she has with him. Me too. Um, and then I noticed after rewatching it that in the beginning when we see Sadiq going to get water for everybody um all of a sudden we see a hand you know turning the red levers but what i noticed is that the arm was much bigger than his and i wondered if that was a clue that we didn't notice 
Um, because I think I read in an article or on The Talking Dead that it was Dante who was sabotaging the water. It is. It has to be. Yeah. But I wondered if it was a clue or if it was a mistake. Because the person that came to turn the levers had the same gray shirt on, but his arm was really thick. What? When was this? Was this at the beginning? Oh, the beginning. It's at the beginning when he notices everybody's sick and he goes to keep getting the jugs full of water. They show him walk out to get the water. But when they show the jug on the ground and somebody's turning, you know, those um, levers up, um, you see the arms much bigger. And it's not because, you know, Sadiq has a, a, a slimmer arm. Yeah. Oh, and so okay. I'm like, beginning. yeah. So I'm like, is that Dante's arm or is that just somebody, you know, uh, stepping in for Sadiq? So I wondered if it was a clue. That's all. I just noticed it. So it was yeah. one of those things that I noticed. And um, is there a there's a doctor's curse, right? Because and who's going to be the next doctor? I know. Enid's gone, and now, you know, Sadiq is gone. So, I don't know. I think I should go on. <laughs> the oh Walking Dead, call me. I'm free. Are they going to I checked to... my schedule. What I'm okay. What are they going to do? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. What are they going to do now? Um, what about you? What did you notice? Well, uh, you know, we still need to know what happened to Daryl and Michonne. <gasps> and... Uh, What's up with those scars on his back? And Michonne has the same ones, right? I am so glad you brought that up. Yeah. I was wondered about those too. Now, I thought it was from her friend that tried to take Judith. But the fact that they showed them again makes me wonder what's really up with those. Because I don't think they, w- they would have... La- they only gave him those X's, right? Remember Judith... I mean, uh, um, Michonne's... Yeah, because I think when before Judith went missing, uh, Daryl and Michonne had said, oh, you know, thank you for what happened before. You know, and that Uh, just stuck with me. uh So something that Daryl and Michonne had gone through. Yeah. uh, They still haven't talked about it or revealed it. Yeah. I know. Are they they going to? No, they will. They wouldn't just put that out there. Man. Yeah. Um, So when Sadiq discovered the water tampering um, I just kind of, I'm just so disappointed that he's gone. And, you know, I just did not understand, like, why the writers felt the need to not tell the rest of the community. And I understand that the drama and the intensity and I just, however, I don't believe that Sadiq's character not sharing that information. Right. I, I, I totally get and agree with you. Uh-huh. Like, why would he just go and hide about it? Exactly. Like, I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, oh, he's going to go tell everybody what he yeah. what he found out. But. It's just trippy. I just mm-hmm. said, I don't appreciate that at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, he is such a dedicated hard worker. And he would do anything to save others in danger. Especially that he just opened up to Rosita about saying that he wishes that he did more to help the loved ones yeah. when they're being beheaded by Alpha. Yeah. I'm just so disappointed that they did not give him that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm just like, I lost for words when it comes to that. But yeah. I got to move on, okay? <laughs> this has been weighing me down. Um, I want to know, Diana, why you love the show The Walking Dead. Oh, man, I love this show. <laughs> I love this show. Um 
I love this show because it moves me. Mm-hmm. I love these characters so much, and I get so scared because I'm afraid to lose them. And I did. Um, I hate to see the horrible things that they have to go through, but what I love seeing also is that people are good and brave and kind. And I also love that the show continues to leave my jaw hanging and me thinking, how the heck did that happen? How did I not see it coming? Mm-hmm. I mean, the writing is so good right now. And of course, it is my most favorite show ever. I love it. Mm, this is the, yeah, this is one of the most loyal fans shows that I've ever right. been. Yeah. I mean... When I love a show, I love a show. But this one, I will watch every episode, you know. So I'm right yeah. there with you. Why do you love the show? <sighs> well, I believe in, you know, that the drama in this season is well played by the actors and it's well written by the writers. The gut-wrenching manipulation and psychological thrills just make me want more. And it's amazing to see how much the story has adapted since the beginning. And this whisperer cult is just it's actually believable and it's a crazy addition to the story yeah yeah so if you could give your award to your favorite quote character or moment who would you give your award to my favorite character is Sadiq mm-hmm. so I you know I just recently spoke about how much I loved this character and how he reminded me of Glenn you know, how brave he is, how kind he is, how humble he is. He cared about everyone in his community. And Carl saw this in him, and that's why he helped him. And I love seeing Sadiq grow. And I think the actor that portrays him, Avi Nash, is an incredible actor. And I believe that is the main reason that I love the character Sadiq so much, because Avi plays this role so well that it comes through. I mean, he's a good guy. He's genuine and caring, and I will miss this character and this actor. Me too. Oh, I don't want to see the next episode just because I'm going to be so sad. I know. But I have to see, of course, right? So, Brooke, um, who does your award go to? What was your favorite, quote, character or moment? Well, I believe that Lydia deserves an award this week because she has so much that she's dealing with. And now she is all alone. Carol used her, even though Lydia did want to help. It was just insensitive and manipulative of Carol, which should not feel too far off from how she was raised by her mother, Alpha. Lydia has Daryl on her side, but she needs to process her trauma, and she is not coping with that, nor is it being addressed, and I don't think she's getting the help that she needs. So I feel really bad for her, and I really think that I really want to see her, you know, um, just just move up and move forward and, and find that strength within her, and she really is. She's finding it, right? She stood up to Carol. Yeah. Her boyfriend's mom yeah. smacked her in her face with his, her staff. Uh-huh. So I just hope that uh, she can come to terms with herself. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that she's she's getting there. For some reason, all of a sudden, I wondered if she would be the one to kill her mom. Ooh. And die in in, in, in the same, in that same vein. Mm. Because she doesn't fit anywhere. And people don't accept her. Unless people would after she killed her mom. But I don't know. It just all of a sudden, when you were talking, I thought she doesn't fit in. And when people don't fit in, where do they go or what do they do? You know? Right. So, huh. Interesting. 
she and Daryl will go to New Mexico. <laughs> nah, he's going with Carol. Yeah. So, Diana, what else are you watching? Well, I wanted to bring up The Talking Dead, which plays after The Walking Dead. And, you know, Chris Hardwick is such a great host, and I just really love the show. And I love that they had Avi Nash, who plays Sadiq on it, and Chandler Riggs, who plays Carl on the show. I mean, Carl is the one who brought Sadiq into this group because he believed in him and knew he was good. And I loved hearing from Chandler Riggs the actor on how he sees the show now that he is no longer on it and giving his perspective. I mean, he talks about how Negan killed two people from their group, but that Rick and the group killed quite a few of the saviors and how some outsiders could say, you know, how is that right? But I'm still on Rick and the group side. So, you know, I'm siding with them. Perfect. <laughs> but um, I'm also watching Atypical Season 3, which I had started um, the last time we did our podcast. But now I have finished Season 3. It is so good. It's funny. It's cute. You know, Sam, uh, who's the main teenager in his family that it's around. Um, he has a friend named Zahid, and they have a falling out. It's just so cute. Um, you know, you know, the things they go with friends go through when they're not getting along and... And I really liked seeing that. And then, you know, there's the separated parents, how they're dealing and navigating their way. And then Casey, who is Sam's sister, is figuring out her feelings. I mean, she has a boyfriend, but she's developing or she's already actually developed feelings for her best friend, Izzy. And so all of this is, you know, handled, you know, this in season three and it's just been really good so i really recommend the show it's it's good it's fun i really like it cool um i wanted to also bring up this is us um really solid great episodes this family is so supportive of one another and even when they have issues even when you know things are happening there's always a path that leads back to family and i love it and it always warms my heart and please, if you're not watching This Is Us, you really should. It's really a good show. And for movies, I know that you had recently um, talked about watching Spider-Man Far From Home. So mm -hmm. I finally was able to watch it and I really enjoyed it. It's cute, huh? Yeah, I, I'm just a Spider-Man fan. So it's it, it's very, it was fun to watch. He's a good so, uh, Spider-Man, yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's, he's good. And I also watched a few weeks ago, I watched Escape Room. And it's about six invited guests who are all strangers, and they play this highly immersive escape room game that is life or death. And it was pretty entertaining. So I liked it. I, I didn't, I, I went in not expecting very much, but um, it was good. Cool. So um, I would, uh, you know, recommend that. Okay. And I'm also, I also listen to podcasts, and I'm, Really love Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman. And I recently watched, or listened, sorry, not watched. I recently listened to the one with Judd Apatow. It's really good. If anybody who doesn't know who he is, you know, he did The 40-Year-Old Virgin, The Big Sick, um, This Is 40. Freaks I mean, and Geeks. I yeah, think. yeah, Freaks and Geeks. He's done a lot. And... It's just fun and interesting because um, Dax is such a good uh, interviewer. He's very honest. He digs in deep. 
Um, he's always funny and fun, and he has all these different celebrities that he knows. And so he, I think he did Kate and Oliver Hudson a couple of episodes ago, and that was fun too. So, um, they're just good, fun episodes. So that's awesome. I'm, and then right now, I'm listening to his interview with um, uh, Amelia Clark. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So Perfect. Games of Thrones, people. Oh, I'm yeah. loving listening to this one. So very good. I'd recommend that podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, my friend, she recommended that podcast to me a while back. And so I heard that particular episode that you just talked about uh-huh. was really good. Yeah. What are you currently watching, Brooke? Um, well, last night was Wednesday. Um, actually, sorry. Last night was not Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> last night was Tuesday and Frontline on PBS um, was about... Well, actually, they ended up showing a documentary um, called For Sama. And it's an incredible self-produced and directed documentary by Wad Al-Kateab and... About It was about her life and what it is like in Aleppo, Syria. Mm. And I thought it was over a course of one year, but I looked back and it was over a course of five years from when she started documenting. Uh-huh. And the footage that she was able to capture is just incredible. It is literally your eyes through the lens of complete heartbreak it makes you feel that you're right there yeah wow that's how amazing she was able to capture what she's going through Uh and what her people are going through Mm. and so she's a journalist her husband is a doctor we saw them get married in the documentary Um, she has a baby her baby is Sama and okay yeah so she made this documentary for her like how she came into the world and this is the world that she was introduced to. Um, it won over, the documentary itself won over 20 awards. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It was 2019's um, Cannes Film Festival. Oh, wow. Documentary. What's yeah. this on? It's this was on, on PBS. PBS? Yeah, okay. but if you go online, you can watch it for free. I watched a different episode for free. Um, so, yeah, I don't think they charge you to watch these episodes. Um, let me know if there is a fee and I can see... If there's another avenue that we can um, watch it, because it, it's incredible. It is so good. Mm. And it's um, epic. It's chilling. Um, the look at love, loss, and actually laughter. And it's unlike anything that I've ever experienced, and I may not ever experience oh, this. Um, you know that I have watched my uh, documentaries on the war in Afghanistan. Yeah. And, the recent documentary um, that I watched on, um, it's on Amazon Prime, but it was free when I watched it. And I'm so glad that I caught it when I did, because now they are charging for each episode. And it was done by the History Channel. And it was, um, you know, just what's going on in Mogul and Syria. Um, and so if you were to see that, you'll be able to understand on the other side of the fence through this documentary. Wow. Okay. Okay. So like... In the war documentaries, you're kind of seeing what our soldier or what these soldiers are going through, yeah. and then in this documentary, you end up seeing what families are going through, and you see what the hospitals are going through, and just picture. I don't want to give too much away because I feel like sometimes this could be a little bit of an uncomfortable subject for some people. Yeah. I can tell people get a little uneasy about 
um, this type of discussion. But, uh, you know, I've traveled, you know, some places and I've seen what poverty looks like in other countries, but nothing like this. Okay. This is not something that you're going to ever, ever see. Oh my gosh. Okay. And people are living like this. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think it's, I don't even know if humbling is the right word, but it's definitely an appreciation of what we have. And it's almost seems like a fantasy that we live in because like, I don't understand how people are doing this. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. Like my kids can play outside. My kids, we walk to school. Uh These people don't have schools. These people are like, you know, just having dinner and then there's an airstrike in their neighborhood. Yeah. And this is going on continuously. Yeah. So it just broke my heart. Like some of the things that you saw, I'm just like, what? (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. I know. It seems so far away, right? Like, oh, that's way over there, a different time or something. But yeah, that's a good time to watch something like this so that you know how thankful you should be for what we have. Yeah. I was watching uh, something on the Today Show. I don't know if it was this week or late last week about i think it was this week uh children mining oh my gosh madagascar i don't even and they were like little kids the mothers would climb down the mines with the kids on the back and climb up and you see the little kids like you know um going through the rocks and finding the stuff and you see them looking at the camera i'm like these are little toddlers these toddlers are working how do they know to work like, if I took my kid somewhere, it would, like, get up and run off. You know what I mean? Why is this kid not getting up and running off? I don't know. It's just amazing to me. I don't know. It's That's like, disturbing. It's, like, crazy how, you know, <laughs> these kids are working. I think That's it's just, way, like, yeah. information. You know, it's such right. information. Because, like, yeah. we don't... Some people don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't, I don't really... I don't get political a lot in my conversations mm-hmm. just because that's not what I want to do. But, yeah. you know, I hear people like <laughs> the way people talk about certain things. And I'm just like, yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. We have we have no idea. OK, right. like yeah. we I'm included. Like, yeah. I do yeah. not know. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. So it's just um, I recommend it. Um, check okay. it out if you All right. can tolerate that. Yeah. Um, and I think that it would be a different appreciation. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you for yeah. sharing that. Yeah, thank you Appreciate for sharing it. your um, wonderful shows and movies. Yeah, so uh, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We will also be uploading the new episode next week. So keep your phones on. We will be alerting you. (laughs) And our next show will be on The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 8, the season, mid-season finale. So you can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.